I'm Rosemary Maffey, and this is my friend and colleague, Tom Lyman. We're coming to you from the Archdiocese of Boston. We want to introduce to you our new podcast series, Always on Mission, Evangelizing in Challenging Times. We hope you'll join us on this journey. We're going to dive into exploring what it is that we're going to share with you during this series. Hey, Tom, how you doing? Good, Rosemary. How are you today? Good. Well, I'm really thrilled to be doing this podcast series with you. As am I. I mean, this is really an opportunity to uh, hear the good things that the Lord is doing in the hearts and minds and in the communities and families here in the Archdiocese of Boston. And uh, I'm excited to kind of uncover, um, uncover these great stories that he's waiting for us to hear. Before we share with the listeners what we have in store for them, maybe it'd be fun to tell them a little bit about ourselves. Absolutely. Um, myself, I am evangelization consultant for the South Region, as well as coordinator of divine worship for the Archdiocese of Boston. And I've been in this position now for five and a half years. And uh, I serve primarily the South Region in the areas of faith formation, but also disciples and mission, the pastoral plan, uh, strategic plan writing process. Uh, and supporting all parishes in different endeavors related to evangelization in today's world. Um, and so a little bit about how did I get to this point. Um, for many years, I was a Catholic school teacher, also public school, social studies and foreign language. Um, but I've also worked in the corporate world on a couple of different occasions in sales and, um, and other, other positions like that. Um, I spent a number of years also in seminary formation here uh, at St. John's Seminary in Boston. And it was during that time that I really gained a great spiritual formation and pastoral formation and um, in serving in many different capacities in the church. And so today I continue that work uh, here with the Archdiocese. It's my joy to be able to serve uh, Cardinal Sean and the Church Universal here in this special time and place along with so many great colleagues. And uh, I live in the city of Champions, Brockton, Mass., with my wife, Lauren, and two kids, Andy and Emma. So, uh, Rosemary, tell us a little bit about your background. Great. Yeah, Tom, I'm also from the Archdiocese of Boston originally. I started my journey in Hingham, Massachusetts, on the South Shore of our great state of Massachusetts, but also spent time in my childhood in Minnesota and Florida. Came back to the area to go to school at Boston College and have been here since. I spent over a decade in the corporate world, mostly in human resources after college, and really loved that. I learned so much in those years, got to work alongside great people, and work for some interesting companies. During the last few years in that time, even though I was so happy, I felt a gentle invitation from our Lord in my prayer life to maybe start a new chapter and use what I learned in those years to serve the church in a more direct capacity. So I actually took a leap of faith. I didn't know what that might look like and started studying at the Masters of Arts and Ministry program through St. John's Seminary and then took a leap of faith and left the job that I love, trying to understand what it is the Lord might have in store for me next. It was actually in conversations with you that I got to learn about this wonderful team that I've now been a part for the last three years, and it's been such a joy and blessing. So I'm on the same team as you, the Faith Formation and Missionary Discipleship Team, and I serve as an evangelization consultant for the Merrimack region. 
And it's just been such a such a joy and, and such an honor to be on a wonderful team. It has. So, Rosemary, let's talk a little bit about um, what we think uh, people will gain by listening to this podcast and tuning in. Well, like many people, it was just a month ago that we had our regularly scheduled things going on, right? Our workshops on the calendar, our meetings in parishes, and then everything changed with the COVID-19 pandemic. And we were devastated to learn that we wouldn't be able to go to mass, that we wouldn't be able to receive the Eucharist. And that is absolutely heartbreaking. But evangelization can and should continue, right, Tom? Absolutely. You know, our uh, churches and and events uh, may be temporarily closed. However, uh, the church isn't closed. You know, uh, we're still disciples of the Lord. We can still pray. We can still um, unite with each other over social media or forms of uh, uh, technology like this. Um, You know, so there's still so many ways that we can live our faith. And so this is one of those times where we like to kind of explore that. Uh, explore how people are doing that in creative and innovative ways, uh, you know, not letting the kind of disheartening uh, lack of access to the sacraments and things like this, you know, draw us down, but recognizing where the Lord is letting us uh, and allowing us and inviting us to continue to act in his name and for his greater glory. Yeah, this is a great time for people to really step back and wonder, how's the Lord calling me to evangelize during this challenging time? What does that look like to be always on mission? Now, some folks tuning in might not even know what is evangelization? What is mission? Can you kind of unpack that for some of our listeners, Tom? Absolutely. So, uh, you know, when we talk about mission, um, the simplest thing to think about is what is known in scripture as, as Jesus' great commission, the giving of the great commission, which occurred just um, just right before he ascended into heaven. Um, and so he's assembled there with the 11 on the mountaintop and says to them, you know, they, they were there, but they doubted. Um, and Jesus then says to them, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit and teaching them all that I have taught you. And behold, I will be with you always until the end of the age. And so that is the Great Commission. And therefore, our mission as Jesus' disciples in the Catholic Church is to continue that, is to continue to go and make disciples in whatever way we can, in whatever place and time we are. And if we look at the the record of the saints uh, over the generations, you can see the many, many different ways that uh, men and women of God, people, ordinary people, found ways to creatively invite others into relationship with Jesus and to find a home in the Catholic church. Uh, and so, and that's, that's something well, we'll talk about the saints in a minute, but so that's the, that's the mission. That's the mission that we are on evangelization. What do we mean by that? Uh, we mean then spreading that good news. Uh, that's, that's part of the mission to evangelize and bring the gospel, the gospel message to those who need to hear it, which is everybody and anybody. And so um, the simplest way to put it is the sharing of the simple saving message of Jesus. It's also known in theology as the kerygma, which is um, that basically God so loved the world that he sent his only son, this is John 3.16, for us, for our salvation. 
and that he came to save me, came to save you and me and, and all of us. And in as much as we can get someone else to embrace that message, then, then they have received the message of evangelization. And that, of course, is God's work, isn't it, Rosemary? It's not just our work. Yeah, that's for sure. And while it's exciting to recognize that each one of us, by virtue of our baptism, has this call to evangelize that you just described, it can still be a little bit scary right now, a little bit discouraging. And so that's why we're doing this podcast, to bring you some encouragement, to bring you some joy, to really lean in on this Easter season. Jesus has conquered death. And so we wanted to form a community here virtually and tap into the lives of the saints. They have shown us that it is possible to pursue holiness in challenging times. And then we also wanted to talk with folks in our archdiocese, learn how they are pursuing their own call to holiness in this challenging time, how they're rising up to say yes to the call to evangelize and really bearing great fruit for his mission. So our podcast is going to have two segments. In the first segment, we're going to explore the life of a saint who has grown in holiness during challenging times. So why do you think that's important and fruitful for us to do? I think it's important because the saints give to us um, inspiring examples that we can emulate. And, uh, you know, the beauty of the stories of the saints is that there's really no limit to them. I mean, they, they cover every time and every place uh, that the church has existed, uh, you know, around the world and across the, across the millennia, you know, and uh, what's inspiring about that is that it demonstrates to us that yes, ordinary people did these things. They were, they received God's grace. They unpacked it and they, they lived gifts that God gave them and they served the needs of the church. They uh, were able to evangelize, and live that great commission in their time and place. And what's interesting about it is that often it didn't begin with, it almost never began with with a a major study of theology or an extraordinary um, time of apprenticeship or internship like that. These often begin in very small ways, the the lives of the saints, uh, you know, living faithful lives like so many people do right here in the Archdiocese and and all over the country and the world. Um, And so I, I hope, that an exploration of these lives of the saints will help people and listeners realize that, well, yes, you know, growing in a life of holiness is extraordinary. Ordinary people are called to it. And um, it really isn't rocket science. You know, it's something that begins with the love of God and fidelity to him and desire to do his will and to know it. Um, and, And then the irresistible call to share that with others you know, and so I, I hope that our, our, our look at the lives of the saints will do that for our listeners. Yeah. And as we unpack their own lives, their own journey to holiness, we can begin to picture what that looks like for us, because that's the purpose of our existence, to become saints, to be with the Lord in heaven one day. And so during the second segment, we're going to look at, we're going to talk with people who are trying to live out that call to holiness and ministering to others in various capacities. We're going to talk to folks in parishes like you. We're going to talk to those ministering in campus settings, hospital chaplains, and the like. So it's going to be fun to really explore that. 
I'm really looking forward to talking with members of our archdiocese and, and how they're attempting to live this out. As am I. And I, I think this will also help kind of help our listeners see the variety of ways um, and, and types of people that are living these out, whether it is uh, someone who might be a faith formation director in a parish or a religious brother or sister, or like a mom or dad at home, um, uh, you know, uh, or a priest. I mean, it could be anyone. You don't, it's not that these, uh, you know, this life of discipleship and this pursuit of sainthood is limited to priests or religious, but that all of us uh, have the same universal call to holiness, no matter what our, our more particular vocation is. So we're hoping that you can join us in this journey, be encouraged by the lives of the saints that we explore, enjoy hearing from your brothers and sisters and how they're attempting to live out the call of the Lord in their own lives, and then maybe begin to wonder, how is the Lord calling you? You, too, have an irreplaceable role in his mission. He loves you that much that he's allowing you to participate in his work. So we'll hope you'll join us in Always on Mission, evangelizing in challenging times. Mm-hmm.